0: Hey, everybody, it is Wood here. I know I'm intimidating, I'm unapproachable, and I'm downright scary. (laughs) Fear me. Just kidding. I like to believe that I am none of those things and I'm simply just another person trying to get by and leave a good impression along the way. So, hey everyone, welcome to Mental Policing. so what are you afraid of do you have an irrational fear maybe it's snakes clowns or even spiders maybe you can't sleep with an arm or leg hanging over the bed because you're afraid of what's underneath what might grab you perhaps it's heights or even drowning well whatever your fear is can you overcome it is it possible Can you use your fear for good? Hmm. Here's something that might be a little bit controversial. Fear is good. That's right. Fear can be a good thing, as long as it stays within the realm of rational. And you don't claim to be afraid of clowns, and now you have fake panic attacks whenever you see a clown shirt or a clown walk by or a clown sucker or something. That's nonsense. Um... But since everyone loves a story, let me tell you about a time when I was afraid. And no, I'm not going to tell you that I was afraid of having kids from the first to the last, because that would be silly, even though it's true. Instead, you get a police story. This wasn't too long ago. Uh, I got dispatched to a domestic slash suicidal slash unknown problem. And most of you are nodding your head saying, yes, this is a typical 911 call. So while I'm en route, I'm told that the man has a gun and that he's threatening people with it and he's refusing to leave his parents' house and they're still inside. So I'm on my way there and two additional officers arrive with me. And as we walk up to the house, there's a lot of commotion. The family of this man is in and out of the house and they tell us he still has the gun and we can see him walk uh, back and forth in front of the big bay window that's there. Though we can't see the gun, we're going to take his word for it. Or we're going to take their word for it, rather. And they're looking at looking at us to go in and get him. Bring him out, make everyone safe, and make it all happy and better. Those aren't good circumstances, and those aren't good odds. So I stood in the front yard, tucked behind a tree that might have hid the, my right arm. Um... And I'm praying that this man doesn't get a wild idea and start shooting or taking hostages. And all this going on, his family's standing there, watching us, waiting. What are you going to do? So to quote Eminem, His palms are sweaty. Knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface, he looks calm and ready. Yes. This is exactly how I felt. Minus the vomit, of course, because that's unprofessional. So I rode that wave of adrenaline. I used that fear to focus, to be sharp, to make decisions when everyone was looking at me. I took a deep breath, and I walked further into the open, and I called out to that man. I yelled with an authority as though he was my child that I just caught coloring on the walls. I demanded action from him, and I demanded it now. And the others that I was with knew it was go time. And they fell right in next to me. They were right by my sides. We were ready. Come what may, we were terrified, but we were ready. Lucky for us, and I like to think it was because of my dad's voice, the fear transformed into strength, and he came out. He was unarmed, and he stopped causing problems. He quit. But we didn't. After this encounter, my buttocks began to shake uncontrollably. They were twitching more than they were shaking. And I couldn't write down my own name if I had to because my hands were shaking. This was the adrenaline dump. I felt this time and time again. I know what it is and I know that it will pass. But if I'm feeling that, then I know that I have walked away alive, unscathed, and I'm doing okay. So I'll take three minutes of uncontrollable shakes Anytime. Now, this might not sound like the scariest story. In you know, hindsight, you're probably right. But in the moment, it was one of the most terrifying stories or calls I've been on. Funny thing, that fear is. I say I don't get nervous when I'm, I speak in front of large crowds or when I'm on a podcast or if I have to be in charge of people. But I always have that shot of fear adrenaline that helps me get through it. It's something that many... Uh, won't admit they feel, and I don't understand. Were you scared? Nah, not me. I ain't scared of nothing. Well, that's bullshits. You are scared. You were too. Why are we so afraid to admit we're afraid? That's weird. If you or the guy next to you claims they've, they're never scared or they're never afraid of any type of collar situation, then they are either one, lying, or number two, reckless we don't want either of those in this job. When confronted by someone bigger than me, I get nervous. I get scared. I have a sense of fear, but I use it. I use it to strengthen myself and to be uh, sharper. Fear can do many things for you. Here are three things that they can do. They can keep you alert and vigilant. Your body releases adrenaline, which gets you prepared and ready to act. It also releases norepinephrine, this hormone h- helps you stay focused. So when you get scared, you are both alert and focused. Fear keeps your body in check. Your body release, will release cortisol, which helps your body regulate. Too much of it could be a bad thing. But in these circumstances, when you need it, you need it. Cortisol is that hormone that gives you the nervous poops, you know what I'm talking about, before a big game or a big test or before you go to court. It helps your body regulate, pushes out the bad. So the next time you sit down in front of a suspect and they get nervous gases going, eh, there might just be a reason behind it, guys. Fear keeps you moving forward. Yes, the fight or the flight. I hope you have the fight in you. But even the simple things. Fear that my boss will uh, think poorly of me if I don't get my report done on time. Or fear of sitting in front of a judge and a a jury thinking that my investigation and my reports aren't top-notch. This fear will push you forward. It helps you get tasks completed, and it helps you stay on top of it. So we need to embrace our fears. We need to admit that we can be afraid. If you're listening or someone you know tells you that all this is a bunch of BS, set them up and scare them one time. I don't mean dangerously, but scare them. And I bet they react pretty quick. I bet their senses are a little bit more uh, keen to what's going on around them. And then maybe they'll admit that fear can be a good thing. On the flip side of this, if you're so afraid you can't do this job, or you can't go on calls or take action on those calls, find a new career. There is no shame in leaving before being shamed into leaving. And I've said this many times on this podcast, that we need each other. We need each other to have our minds right and do the right thing. We also need each other to act Not just react, but act. Jump in and take action. Get the job done. Some of us have been in very scary situations. And we've needed that backup officer. And that backup officer fails to take action. They've proven time and time again that they can't do it. This is dangerous and needs to be remedied. If it can't be, then it's time to rethink the career for them. I know policing has changed over the years. And this podcast is proof of that. In fact, 20, 30 years ago, I probably wouldn't be sitting here doing this. However, we are still looked on every single day to take action and do what's needed when it's needed. We are expected to channel that fear and do the right thing. So I'll wrap this up and tell you a little bit about how I deal with my fears. I what if them. Over and over and over. I talk through strange scenarios over and over. For example, when I go out on a run, and it's just me and I'm out there running, I think, what if a car crashes in front of me? Or what if I run by a bank and it's getting robbed? Or what if somebody is over in the bushes getting raped or beaten up or something, murdered even? I play these through in my head and what would I do? What if, what if, what if? I... I remember what it was like when I was young when I lost a fight or had somebody take something from me that I had no control over. I use those experiences and then I couple those with the experiences where I've won in those same scenarios and I replay them. Then I add those to my what ifs. I remind myself that I will win, that I will be ready, and that I can do this job. I police my mind. Make your mindset a winning one. And the next time you are, you are afraid, channel that energy, channel the adrenaline, cortisol, the norepinephrine, and do the right thing and take action. So guys, this is Wood, this is mental policing, and I had better see you safe and sound on the next one. Do us At least do least do it for the drop i drive from your place Miss your lips for